This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Commercial with a state podcast. And welcome back to the Vancouver Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm Corey Wright. And I'm Melissa Moretti. And Melissa, on the show today, we have Shelby Costitian, who's joining us from our William Wright Commercial Kelowna office to talk about maybe the best secret in commercial real estate, it sounds like, Mm. Vernon. Is Vernon the new Kelowna? Well, after you asked that question and after that episode, I think that it might be. Well, I think the listeners will be very surprised. You know, it's not it's not an overly large market, but it's very close to Kelowna. It shares a lot of similar traits as Kelowna. And one thing that I didn't realize on the show, or I didn't realize, but Shelby had mentioned they get probably close to a million visitors every summer to the Vernon area. Yeah. You know, plus or minus a little bit. Obviously not going to hold them to that number. But yeah, I was I was very surprised. But I can tell you from being up in that area myself, when I go up there is Vernon's really good. Mm. And you look at like the industrial projects getting, getting built and he talks about the absorption rate on the industrial projects and all of that stuff. So I think it's a great market personally. Mm-hmm. I think anything around there, he talks about all the different asset classes. So great conversation. I think the listeners will be very surprised and pleasantly surprised the opportunities that Vernon have. Mm-hmm. Before we hit the record button here, you were telling me you're going to Austin, Texas. I am. Yeah. Why? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going down for a workshop, but I, I also just am really curious about Austin. You hear a lot about Austin. These you hear days. a lot about Everyone's it. Everyone's moving to Austin. Everybody, there's opportunities there. There's development happening. You know, so many headquarters moving there. So I want to check it out. Well, I think, well, this is the this is what you do for the listeners here, right? Like, obviously, yeah. there's companies moving their headquarters. I think Tesla is moving there, yeah. stuff like that. So, like, you're going there as a roving reporter for the yeah. Vancouver Commercial Real Estate Podcast, right. and you're going to go report back. Anything you want to know in particular. <sighs> What is the tax? What is the corporate tax rate down there? Well, I'm guessing it has to be very little if they're attracting all these great companies. Yeah, but yeah. when you look at some of the best investment opportunities in America, yeah. you consistently see Austin, Austin, yeah. Houston, San Antonio. Yeah. So you got to report back. You got to get lots of photos. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And we're, we're going to have you on as a guest after right. to report back all about the Austin, Texas commercial real estate oh, market. Yeah. All right. We'll leave it there. Without further ado, our interview with Shelby from our William Wright Commercial Kelowna office talking all about Vernon. All right, let's go. This podcast is presented by Impact Commercial. Impact Commercial. John, Allen, the team over there are fantastic. They've been, all been on the show. They have, yeah. Friends of the show. Great guys. Wealth of experience. They can help with all your commercial financing needs. Whether it's owner-occupiers, land development funds, commercial investments, or multifamily, these guys got you covered. And they recently obtained their CMHC correspondent lender status. So for all your commercial lending needs, visit them at impactcommercial.ca. That's impactcommercial.ca. We're 
We're here today with Shelby Costition, commercial leasing and sales specialist with William Wright Commercial's Kelowna office. Shelby, how are you doing today? Hey, Corey, I'm doing doing great. How are you guys doing today? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We know you're very busy up there, but before we get into it, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe how you ended up in commercial real estate? Uh, yeah, you bet. So actually, I'm uh, from Edmonton, uh, originally born and raised, kind of out of university. I was actually going to go uh, the accounting route. I did my uh, uh, major in accounting. I uh, was set to start at Deloitte, kind of right out of university. Long story short, kind of my last we'll call it two semesters of uh, painfully going to classes and realizing it just, this wasn't going to be for me. I kind of started looking to see what, uh, what else might be out there, you know, through some conversations with uh, some family friends figured, you know, the commercial real estate world seemed especially intriguing. So uh, ended up getting a, a job at Collier's working on their uh, office uh, sales and leasing team. And uh, from there worked with them for about three years and had, uh, had an opportunity to to uh, come out to Kelowna uh, and join the William Wright uh, commercial team. And uh, long story short, I guess we were 2021, moved out this way uh, with my then fiance, uh, now wife, and uh, haven't looked back. So I've been uh, really uh, invested in here in the market. And it's been uh, you know pretty exciting time to be part of commercial real estate, uh, especially in the Okanagan. Well, we're very fortunate that you joined our Kelowna team there. You've done an outstanding job up there. So we appreciate it. Uh, one question before we get into it. How yeah. is the Edmonton office market? How is it being a broker in Edmonton in the office it's, market? Uh, you know, it's, I, I still keep uh, pretty close tabs on it and uh, talk to, uh, you know, a few of my colleagues uh, back there pretty often. It's, uh, you know, you, you hear maybe a, a few different sides of the you know, story, talking to people who are predominantly in office leasing. Uh, you know, they tend to have a little bit of a different spin on it. But, you know, generally speaking, you know, it, it's, it's steady. And at the end of the day, like the Edmonton office market, really it you know doesn't really have its peaks and valleys like calgary does for instance where you know depending on where oil and gas looks like that market really seems to take uh, pretty significant swings the edmonton market uh with having so many we'll call it government related tendencies there you know it, there's definitely its ups and downs you know i think covid obviously kind of throughout office markets throughout you know north america and the world i guess for that matter you know has seen a bit of a downturn but Generally speaking, it's, you know, it's steady. It's probably, you know, definitely not maybe as busy as, uh, you know, industrial markets in BC or, the, you know, interior here, but, um, you know, guys are still plugging away and, you know, doing deals. So it's always good to see. So just curiosity for my own sake. So I'm a landlord in Edmonton and I own office space and a tenant moves out and I, I call you up to come lease it out. How long, trying to manage my expectations, how long would you tell me <laughs> the space is going to be vacant for before the new tenant shows up? Well, I've worked on projects where it's, yeah, you know, there's been certain buildings and, you know, it's the quality of the building and, you know, the area of the city, you know, you might be year and a half plus in some situations. I know there are some Oof. projects where I, I started working uh, right out of university and I think those some of those uh, units are still available for at least three years later, call it. So, wow. <laughs> well, I can definitely say know? that's not a so. Shelby issue because how well... And how hard you work in Kelowna. I know it was never a you problem. It was probably an office office problem is what yeah, it sounds like. No. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. Well, Shelby, one reason why we wanted to have you on today is we were talking and we, you brought this up and it was a great topic. And I'm like, we got to bring this to the listeners here. Kelowna's obviously got is now on the map, both you know nationally, locally, internationally as a tremendous real estate market. Vernon a subset, you would probably say, of Kelowna, has also experienced a tremendous uptick in various asset classes. And you've been doing a lot of work in the Vernon market there. 
we wanted to have you on today and we got to ask the question, is Vernon the new Kelowna? Where it just seems like even office space is leasing in Vernon there. So before we, you know, just very broad, high level, tell us, you know, Vernon, proximity to Kelowna, all of that stuff. Then let's start digging into why it's, it's, it's seen the boom that it has. For sure, Corey. Yeah, you know, and so and maybe for any listeners not as familiar with Vernon, it's about, you know, 45 minutes north of Kelowna. Uh, most people who've been to the Okanagan uh, are somewhat familiar with it. You know, I guess some key landmark or landmarks in and around the area, Predator Ridge, which is a pretty popular resort uh, and golf course, is about uh, 15 minutes kind of out of the core of Vernon there. And, you know, it's, it's a beautiful area. Like, you know, similar to Kelowna, a lot of people come out here for tourism, kind of fall in love with it. That's honestly one of the reasons I ended up I call Kelowna home was uh, kind of just through vacationing out, out this way in the Okanagan and falling in love with, uh, you know, the summer times and even the winters here are, are, are pretty great. So in terms of uh, from a commercial real estate standpoint, uh, yeah, we've definitely seen uh, a bit of a boom in Vernon, similar to what we've seen in Kelowna, you know, over the last, you know, three, four, you know, five years. You know, I would say maybe it's uh, quite to the same uh, level that maybe Kelowna has seen in, in the run up, but it's, we're certainly seeing some some spillover and, and, you know, strong demand in that market uh, throughout a lot of different asset classes, whether that's, you know, Vernon or through, uh, you know, industrial, retail uh, or office, you know, asset classes. I think, you know, looking at the latest population numbers there, you know, Vernon is about 45,000 people, uh, give or take. And that was about uh, a 10% increase over, I think, in the 2016 census. Wow. Uh, so, you know, similar similar population, you know, metrics in terms of growth uh, as Kelowna. And, what you know, just knowing, talking to, you know, even just some some friends in, in the community out in here in the Okanagan, you know, residentially, it's a, it's a little bit cheaper than Kelowna. So, you know, if people, you know, you know, are able to work from home or make, uh, you know, their occupation work from, you know, a little bit further out, you know, Vernon's a great spot in terms of, uh, you know, your cost of living, just maybe being a little bit cheaper than than what we see uh, in Kelowna. Well, one thing too is obviously when I'm when I'm up there with you guys, I'll I'll venture out to the Vernon Marketplace and you go through places like Lake Country and there's like Kalamaka mm-hmm. Lake and all these amazing, beautiful houses that appear in this area there. I can definitely see why the appeal of heading outside of Kelowna as well into Lake Country and then eventually into Vernon, why it would be such an attractive spot for people from a livability standpoint. One question I have, and I was kind of thrown off by this when I heard this, is that obviously Vernon doesn't have a lot of office space, I'm guessing, but just the how quickly that office space in Vernon tends to move. Is there a reason why that that is? When obviously Kelowna has a, a very you know prominent office market, but things there haven't maybe moved as quickly in the past as they, so recently as they did in the past. But w- why is Vernon seem to be like you know bucking that trend on the office side of things? Yeah, I think it really just comes down to supply and demand. Vernon really just doesn't have a ton of uh, supply of office space. You know, just a kind of a handful of call more traditional office, you know, towers, if, if, you, if you want to call them that. You know, a lot of what you see in Vernon are, you know, smaller kind of, you know, two to three story, you know, walk up type office spaces. You know, it, it really just comes down to, you know, a bit of a lack of supply. So anything that does, you know, becoming available typically does get scooped up, you know, quite a bit quicker than what we're you know, really seeing in Kelowna right now, just with a bit more of an influx of uh, new inventory uh, in the Kelowna market specifically over the last, uh, you know, 12 to 18 months. How would you compare the industrial markets for Kelowna and Vernon? Yeah, you know, fairly similar. Like you're definitely going to get a bit of a discount in Vernon, uh, you know, speaking in terms of 
even the land, you know, industrial land values, you know, Kelowna has crept up to, you know, nearly, you know, 2.5, $3 million an acre over the last uh, little bit here. Vernon, you know, depending where you're looking, you can still find lands, you know, 2 million uh, an acre. If you go even a little bit east of Vernon, kind of near Lavington, you know, only 15 minutes, you know, east of town, you can pick up industrial land there for, you know, under a million dollars an acre. Wow. You know, in terms of, some of the newer uh, industrial strata uh, product that's, you know, trying to compare, you're probably closer, you know, Kelowna, you're looking around, you know, $450 a square foot, give or take, you know, some stuff kind of closer to Lake Country or, you know, closer to $400 a square foot. Vernon, you're able to find, you know, newer product sub 400 for sure. Wow. So, you know, there's definitely some opportunities there for businesses to stretch their dollars, uh, you know, whether you're an owner user or potentially an investor to, to stretch those uh, dollars a little bit further uh, up in Vernon. Well, one one thing that that's really surprised me is, is obviously we talk a lot about the Kelowna and the, the Class B and the industrial markets there, but even looking into that Vernon marketplace, is looking again, this is this is new tilt up strata. I was seeing asking rates like seventeen fifty, eighteen fifty, nineteen dollars for industrial. Is that, are those numbers accurate? Is that what is that what the market is for for sort of newer product? And I guess in class B might be fifteen, sixteen, which doesn't really feel like much of a difference than what I would find in Kelowna. Yeah, no, that's that's spot on, Corey. Like right now, we're seeing brand new kind of tilt-up construction industrial uh, go for you know between seventeen and nineteen dollars a square foot uh, in Vernon. You know, Class B, you're you're you know you're closer to around you know fourteen, fifteen, you know, depending on the on the building and you know location. Uh, but you know, those are pretty similar rates across the board. What we're seeing in Kelowna right now, you know, pretty much you know not much is over you know twenty dollars for you know per square foot for industrial in Kelowna. So. We're almost on par, you know, kind of that high teens, uh, whether you're your Kelowna uh, or Vernon for uh, newer industrial product. How's the absorption of the new product there? Is it is it kind of like you get to standing product and then you mean the sales close or the delivery date passes and then a, mo- a lot of that product leases or tends to sell or is there still a fair amount of it moving pre-sale? The reason why I asked that is some a lot of these tertiary markets, they almost sell after standing product is built versus off of floor plans. Yeah, it, it definitely a little more of the latter. It's, you know, markets like Burnett, even Kelowna for that matter. Yeah. Um, in terms of absorption, you know, timelines, um, you know, like any, you know, smaller market, you know, sub, sub 100,000, you know, people, you know, you know, is the market like Vernon going to be able to absorb, you know, three, 400,000 square feet of industrial space in, you know, 18 months? No, you know, probably not. But there hasn't been a lot of new construction in terms of uh, industrial, you know, really across the board, but you know, specifically staying on the topic of uh, industrial space in Vernon. We're starting to see there's about the three or four newer projects, though, you know, have either just come online or a, in the you know shovels at the ground, you know, state right now. I do know there's a pretty uh, large kind of three phase development on Silver Star Road, and so that's probably a good example to point to where you know. High quality builds, uh, first phase, you know, sold and leased out, you know, quite quickly. They're on to phase two right now, which has been moving uh, pretty, pretty quickly as well. Uh, and so, uh, you know, there's definitely demand for these types of kind of newer spaces, especially since, you know, there just hasn't been a ton of this new construction, you know, in the past, you know, five, 10 years. You know, how deep does that demand go? I guess is yet to be determined. But, uh, you know, for right now, it seems like everything's being absorbed uh, at a pretty good rate for, you know, a market, like I said, sub, you know, 100,000 people. 
One thing that a lot of people are saying right now, and, and you guys have echoed this up there in, in the Kelowna area, is retail seems to be moving at a much faster pace now than it was over the past couple of years. How does that relate to the Vernon area? Is Vernon experiencing that same, you know, sounds like good absorption, good numbers? Yeah, I'd say that's probably one of the strongest asset classes in Vernon, you know, just based on the calls and inquiries I'm getting, you know, different groups looking for space and just lack of supply uh, for, you know, that kind of sub, you know, 1500 square foot, you know, retail unit seems to be in such, such high demands. You know, I know even just look at some of the larger developments, like, you know, smart centers, for example, you know, barely ever has any vacancy with their uh, shopping center and kind of towards the north end there. And so, you know, it's it's definitely even probably, you know, arguably the strongest performing asset class uh, in Vernon. Well, one thing when I was up there, I think we made this joke before, is is I was really surprised to see a cactus club in Vernon. So I think you know you're on the map when there's a cactus <laughs> club next to a Home Depot and a Walmart. Like you've made it. That's, that's yeah, that, I think that's how most of us in Western Canada view view towns, right? It's uh, if you've got a cactus club, you're, you're on the map, right? There you go. So Vernon now, <laughs> you know, long before our show came on, Vernon made the yeah. Vernon made the list before. So I don't know a ton about Vernon or Penticton or the Okanagan in general. So if I was somebody that was looking to potentially invest up there, and you know, I don't want to be in Kelowna because it's a little too expensive. First thing that comes to my mind is Penticton, because we've heard a lot about Penticton in the last few years. Why would you say somebody should invest in Vernon versus Penticton? Is it just the Cactus Club or is it proximity to <laughs> Kelowna? Or? Well, you, you pay a premium for Cactus Club in your city. So, right. Yeah. So you're paying for that up there. It's That's what it is. Shelby, where would you, what's the difference between the two? Because yeah. both of them say they have a lot of interest right now. Exactly. Yeah. No. And and they're you know as many similarities as they as they do have. They they are quite different towns. I I do find you know that Penticton it definitely has you know their their tourism throughout the summer you know is you know similar to Vernon where you know you get you know I think they get over a million people a year uh, in both both those towns uh, in, in tourism. Vernon to me in terms of you know, logistics for, you know, industrial groups seems to be a little bit better, you know, location-wise for, you know, groups coming, you know, back and forth between, you know, Vancouver and, you know, heading out east to the prairies. You know, generally speaking, I, I think there's a little bit more runway and upside. One of the main items that, and we've run into this a few times this year, transportation corridor between Penticton and Kelowna, you know, with, with, with mudslides and, you know, there's been two issues we've run into, you know, specifically this year and in past, whereas having the four lane highway connecting uh, Vernon and Kelowna is definitely a smoother, smoother ride and seems to be uh, far less, uh, you know, issues on that portion. So, you know, logistically too, it just seems to be a little bit better uh, location in, in that sense. Now, obviously, there's been you know multifamily in the interior has obviously been a, a very strong asset class for quite some time, primarily probably around the Kelowna marketplace with the population growth there. How has that asset class performed or performing in in a market like Vernon? Is there a spillover effect from the success Kelowna's experienced? Yeah, no, I definitely think uh, in the in the multifamily, you know, residential, just generally, even knowing a few people that have recently, you know, decided to to move, whether they were, you know, renting in in Kelowna and just figured, you know, the the cost just, you know, seems to be getting exponentially more expensive, you know, year after year. So people are looking at uh, at Vernon as a, you know, pretty attractive place to either buy, you know, condo, single family, uh, you know, houses and 
you know, with that, you know, talking to, you know, more and more developers, uh, multifamily developers who are, you know, you know, either already in the Okanagan, specifically Kelowna, they're definitely got their eyes and, you know, tied up projects uh, in Vernon over the last, you know, 18, 24 months, because they're quite, you know, bullish on, you know, the population growth and the end of the man they're seeing there, which is, you know, has some, some to do with uh, the spillover from, from Kelowna. Now, cap rate wise, because obviously right now cap rates feel like they've, they've, it, it's been inflated since obviously we had our, our probably our record lows in most markets during COVID there. What type of cap rates would I be seeing if I was saying an investor looking into a market like Vernon, let's say multifamily versus say like a retail strip center? So like in terms of, you know, multifamily, we're still seeing, you know, items trade around that five, five cap, you know, retail, yeah. you're, 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 you're right around the same, you know, in, industrial, you know, you're probably, you know, five, five and a half. You know, I, I do think things might, you know, you know, move up a little bit here. We'll, we'll see kind of what ends up happening you know, with interest rates. I know that's been a hot topic of discussion on your guys' podcast as of recently. But, uh, you know, you're kind of in around that five, five and a half, you know, kind of across across the board for the most part. And multifamily, where, where do you see those numbers trending right now for, say, Vernon, the Vernon area? Uh, in terms of cap rates, Corey? Yeah, sorry, cap rates, yeah. Yeah, you're probably in around, you know, five, you know, four and a half, probably a little bit lower, like four and a half or uh, somewhere in there wow, um, right good. now. Development wise, obviously, there's been a ton of activity on the development front there in the Kelowna area. What type of development activity is Vernon seeing with regards to, to say, new construction stratas and stuff like that? So, yeah, like one of them actually was uh, Westmount or sorry, West Group out of Langley. They've got a pretty significant industrial strata development that they've uh, coined the salt center so that's i believe they've got shovels in the ground i believe january they will be so they're probably about you know 12 to 18 months after that that's going to be a multi-phase industrial strata development uh for sale and i believe for lease as well there's another project i believe they're gonna have shovels in the ground just a little bit north of that on anderson way a local developer the same similar situation, kind of more of their designs a little bit more of that flex industrial, like you know, kind of catered to some you know retail and industrial type uses. So that'll be coming on board here in the next uh, eighteen months. Uh, that one project on Silver Star Road, I mentioned previously, they're right now leasing out their uh, their second phase. Uh, it's a three phase project, and uh, another group, uh, the Vault, who. They uh, they've got a few different projects all across Western Canada. They've got one in one in Kelowna. I believe they've got a couple actually in Calgary. This is their their first project in in Vernon. So they've got they do kind of premium self storage facilities, but they've also got their what they're calling the Commerce, which is going to be a multi phase light industrial uh, development. And this one also is pretty similar uh, location, kind of on the north side of uh, of Vernon. So all of these, I think you know. All of these projects combined, it'll be about uh, you know four to five hundred thousand square feet of, of industrial space over the coming you know years. So obviously, you know a lot a lot of different developers feel quite bullish on Vernon, and you know I I think there's probably good reason for it. So Shelby, money's not an issue for you, but you got to invest in Vernon and in a particular asset class. Where's Shelby's money going, and why? And why? Back it up after. It's a that's a good question. You know I, I I'd say. If, yeah, money's no watch. I'm, I'm probably putting it in, you know, class like 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 you've tried to book before, quite class B industrial with you know anything with uh, value add potential. I think you know with with that being said, with all the new development, you know, there's obviously quite a bit of new product coming on board. I still think 
that kind of, you know, if you can find a building where you can achieve, you know, the rental rates a little bit below, you know, that, you know, the high teens, you know, find a building where you, you know, the expectation is only, you know, 13, 14, $15 a square foot. You can get a really nice tenant mix in there, you know, kind of put together a bit of a value add program. Uh, that's probably where I'm putting money and I'm gonna, you're going to probably see the best, uh, you know, return. Well, clearly Shelby listens to the podcast because that's the same thing we preach all the time. So I think the strategy, <laughs> the strategy is echoed. I think it works. And like I said, I think a market like Vernon there has had a tremendous, what well, seems to be a tremendous uptick and it looks like it's, it's going to continue on. And I think obviously with the housing prices that Kelowna has achieved, it's going to make the livability of a, of a community like Vernon that much more attractive moving forward. Shelby, just from an overall market standpoint, obviously we're sitting here in the high interest rate world that we are. feels like sometimes the epicenter of real estate in BC is Kelowna right now. How are you guys seeing just the overall market over say the past six months? Maybe just give us a, a high level overview of like what asset classes are moving and why. Yeah, yeah, no, it's well, it's, you know, like like I'm sure you've heard kind of across the board. It's been uh, you know a bit of an interesting time. You know, it seems like there's a lot of money on the sideline, but obviously quite a bit of uncertainty in the marketplace right now. And you know, with that, that does come a little bit, you know, of, you know, some slower times. You know, the investment market's definitely got you know quiet. Uh, you know, new construction has been, you know, a lot of people waiting on the sidelines. You know, there's been some good news stories in terms of, you know, the GST rebate and, you know, some other items like that that have, you know, kind of helped spur maybe a little bit more confidence. But I think we're still, uh, you know, we're in, we're in some interesting times right now. In terms of leasing, though, you know, it's still been fairly steady. Definitely retail has been quite, you know, quite strong. We're still seeing tons of demand, whether that's, you know, Kelowna or anywhere uh, in the Okanagan. You know, industrial, uh, you know, we definitely, it was, had quite the run there for the last, you know, call it, you know, a couple of years. It's, you know, I would probably say it's plateaued a little bit here, you know, and then in terms of office, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's been a fairly steady, um, you know, there's still, I think, you know, just in terms of, you know, a lot of businesses still trying to figure out their, you know, work from home type policies. And, you know, I would suggest there's been a lot more groups kind of pivoting, you know, trying to find the right type of office, you know, and in some cases that's been downsizing, but I still feel like there's still a strong demand for, you know, you know, an office space. It's just, you know, it's changed with that, uh, what that's looked like over the last, you know, couple of years here, obviously. Well, Shelby, we definitely appreciate your time providing the insight there on the Vernon marketplace, which I think will be a lot of eyes wide open type, podcast here where people are going to be listening to it and they may not have thought Vernon has the potential or they may not have thought it has the run-up that it's currently experiencing now. But I know from a company standpoint, we're very bullish on the BC interior and Vernon wraps itself right up in that marketplace. But before we let you go, Shelby, we got a six pack of lighthearted questions we got to ask everybody there, but we're going to give you a bonus seventh question today at the very, very end that we can't tell you about yet. (laughs) So, but do you have a few more minutes for us? Absolutely. The six-pack is powered by our good friends over at Red Point Law. Red Point Law, Corey, Tim, Falco, Scott, and the team. These are great people with a wealth of experience when it comes to commercial closings and private lending. And I just want to say, Corey, not to cut you off, they have a perfect five-star review on Google. So for all your commercial legal needs, visit them at redpointlaw.ca with offices in Vancouver and now open in downtown Kelowna. First question up. Favorite bar or restaurant? That's a good question. I would probably say uh, here in Kelowna, my, one of my favorite spots to check out is BNA. BNA. 
Great yeah. choice. A I've great never choice. been, but we've heard that before. Yeah, someone else is. I think someone else from up there. I think maybe did Jeff Hancock maybe from our clone office mention that? It's a, it's a great facility. It's awesome. It's got bowling lanes yeah. and everything. Oh, wow. It's really, really good food. Definitely worth the drive yeah. to Kelowna. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll if, make my if way you're ever in town, it's uh, definitely worth worth a stop. Yeah. Well, Melissa's coming up this weekend to come check it out. She said so. Just to go bowling. Just to go bowling. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Next question. You found yourself on death row. What is your last meal? Uh, I think I have to go steak and sushi. Oh, steak and sushi. That yeah. actually, that's the yeah. best of both worlds. Oh. <laughs> exactly. I can't pick between the two, so I'll go with both. Steak and sushi. That's that's the first time we've had the combo meal. We've had the buffet option like before. We've had that before. Not, I don't think we've had steak and sushi together, have we? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I got to pay I more like attention. I feel like that's an, like an Earl's special or something. Yeah, I, I definitely right. see yeah. that. They got it this. reminds me of Earl's. But it's yeah, good. I, I, that's I, I great. Spent, uh, I spent a good part of five, six years through my university days at Earl's. So maybe that's... Uh, there you, there yeah. you go. There you go. Support supporting the old employer. So that's... Yeah. Next question up, Shelby. Favorite band or musician? Uh, that's a good one. I'd probably say right now, just because they seem to come up on the playlist a lot, uh, Morgan Wallen. Oh, Morgan I'm a, Wallen. I'm, a, I had a yeah, I'm an Alberta it's, guy. I do like my country. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I knew you're from Alberta. There, I was. I had a very small glimmer of hope you're going to say Nickelback, but Morgan oh, Morgan yeah. Wallen's a close <laughs> second. Close second is Morgan Wallen. Every, everyone. You do know Corey. I I did hear that uh, Nickelback is going to be playing at the Heritage Classic uh, with the Oilers in the in the Flames this year. So, do you, did you get your tickets already or what? I, I haven't yet, but this is the first I've heard of it. I know what I'm doing after this. I'm going to there go to Edmonton go. at minus thirty degrees now to go see Nickelback. Apparently, <laughs> there you go. Maybe, maybe I'll join you. Yeah, there you go. I'll stop at your parents' place for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah perfect. All right, next question. You are drunk at a bar and somebody hands you a microphone. What song are you singing? Uh, this is a good one. Um, I, I'd probably go with uh, uh, Life is a Highway, Rascal Flatts. Oh, uh, yeah. Be, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. Classic. That's yeah. another classic. I like it. Another I classic. somehow got uh, caught singing that one a couple of days before my wedding with uh, with a few people uh, pushing me up on stage. So. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> let's, let's go with that one. There you go. Next question up. A book recommendation for all of our listeners and doesn't necessarily have to be real estate related. Uh, non, yeah, non real estate related. You know what? I, uh, this summer, I, uh, I uh, there's a book by George St. Pierre, who is a MMA fighter. I think the book was called the, 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 the way of the fight. And so it, it, it came out probably about 10, nine, 10 years ago, but I, uh, opened it back up again this summer and, uh, yeah, really fascinating. You know, I'm not that big at MMA, but I guess GSP is what he kind of goes by is kind of probably known or arguably kind of known as one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world at his time. And his, you know, doesn't get too much into, you know, you know, fighting aspect, but just more of his, uh, his approach and, you know, discipline and how he kind of went about his, about his day and his business was, uh, yeah, it's kind of fascinating. Quite a few interesting things that you can take away from, uh, from a dedicated athlete like that. Mm. Awesome. All right. Next question. Something you've purchased for under fifteen hundred dollars that has had a positive impact on your life. Ooh, I would probably say um, maybe because I'm using them right now, my AirPods. <laughs> I use them every day, whether I'm on phone calls or taking the dog for a walk. But uh, I never figured I'd use them as much as I do, and they, uh, yeah, great to have them. Yeah, I, I will send. I will second that. I got AirPods one time, and I thought I would never use them, and now if I leave home without them, I drive back home. They're literally like, yeah, sitting ne- right next to your hand. Yeah, they're they're in my hand, in my pocket all the time. Life changes. So <laughs> yeah. Shelby, I told you to start here. We have a bonus seventh question here. I know you are from Edmonton there and 
Being in probably, I'm assuming an Edmonton Oilers fan, you probably caught the Canucks game the other day where uh, Canucks won 8-1. And in our city over here, because we are bandwagon (laughs) jumpers, we are currently planning the Stanley Cup parade route at the city of Vancouver uh, after our first game of the year. Bonus question is, is Edmonton Oilers going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Yes, my my money's on the Oilers. I think this is the year Connor and Leon uh, get it done. This, so, this is the year. I, uh, this is the year. This is the year. That's right. So you heard it here first. Very happy for the Vancouver fans to have uh, that win the other night. They they need a little glimmer of hope uh, once in a while, right? I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I I took my oldest son to the game, and he has he has a Connor McDavid fan, so he has Connor McDavid jersey on and all that stuff. And um, the Edmonton Oilers just didn't even show up. And I haven't played recreational hockey for 25 years. And if I brought my skates to Rogers Arena, I probably had a fighting chance to be on the third line that night. It yeah, was, it they was, just uh, weren't there. And we had the greatest game in our, in, you know, Canucks history, probably. And we won a one, but, uh, we could be, we could be one in seven after eight games for all we know. So let's just not get too excited just yet, but I'm, yeah. I'm the second, the Oilers. I picked the Oilers earlier to win the Stanley cup this year too. I'd like to see them. I'd like to see Connor McDavid win. That's good to hear. It's, uh, yeah, I got my money on, uh, on the Oilers this year and I'm hoping <laughs> but I've been saying that for, for decades now so well but they got the team like the, the Hart yeah. Trophy pretty much has been passed back and forth it feels like between two guys for the better part of five or six years so you know yeah. it just goes to show you in a cap era you have to have a goalie and that's that's probably been their weak point they just haven't really had a, a number one goalie per se that would e- equal the talent they have up front so let's get a hot goalie in yeah. the playoffs and I think they'd be a very tough team to beat no, exactly. I'm hoping. Yeah, fingers crossed this year. So, Shelby, for all of our listeners there, if they want to get a hold of you, talk more about Vernon Kelowna Commercial Real Estate, Edmonton Oilers. How can people? How can our listeners get a hold of you? Uh, best way to get a hold of me is uh, probably checking me up, uh, Shelby Costition. It's K O S T Y S H E N on the William Wright Commercial uh, website, or reaching me at uh, Shelby dot at William Wright well, Shelby, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it as always. That was great insight. And uh, I'm sure our listeners will be very thankful. I'm sure they're going to reach out to you. Thanks, Shelby. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, great chat with you guys. Uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks, Shelby. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. There you have it, folks. Our interview with Shelby Costition from our Kelowna office talking all about Vernon. Again, I didn't realize things like like the the multifamily sector and all that stuff was as busy up there as it is. I obviously I know Kelowna is. Yeah. But it talks about that and the absorption too of some of the newer newer products coming on the line there, especially in the industrial side of things. A lot of these secondary and tertiary markets, like it's got to get like fully built before they lease or they really sell. And just talking about some new products that are getting leased out already. And now some projects are into phase two of leasing, it sounds like. Now, granted, I don't know if phase one is delivered yet, but still the fact that there's multiple phases happening. Yeah. That's a great sign for that asset class and that marketplace. I think people are going to be watching very closely after that episode. Well, I think one thing too, when you look at some of these smaller markets and we'll say Kamloops as an example, uh, now obviously Kamloops is bigger than Vernon, but Vernon's a feeder off into greater Kelowna. But some of these, a lot of these smaller markets haven't gone through the strata boom, whether it be office, retail, or even industrial mm-hmm. that we've had down here. Mm-hmm. So if you go into Kamloops, for example, there's some very highly desirable industrial areas sort of right outside of the downtown core where you can't find a 1,500-square-foot strata unit. You know, they don't exist, really. Now, again, obviously, I'm over-exaggerating that, but they're very hard to come by because versus down here, you're going to areas and there'll be strata tilt-up next to strata tilt-up next to strata tilt-up. 
up there, they don't have that because when a lot of these buildings were built way back when, there probably wasn't demand for the product. Mm -hmm. So when you can find this or you can potentially find it at a new development, which it sounds like Vernon's experiencing right now, they can be really, really good investments. You can get a great cap rate on where they are today. But then again, you're probably going to have a very low vacancy rate just based on demand within that smaller city. But then also those lease rates probably will creep up as demand does. Because in a lot of these smaller communities, there's also not as much land to build on. So as demand rises and the product gets built out, land becomes scarce. That's when you sometimes see these lease rates that go up quite a bit in value, which creates obviously a great NOI for investors. I'm bullish on Vernon. Slam dunk. I'm bullish on Vernon. So I just wanted to bring up on Friday. Yes. Corey didn't make it, but Jaden ran... 100 miles. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's right. Raise money for BC Children's Hospital. We met him at BC Children's Hospital after his appointment. He had a like a parking lot party. Unbelievable. We went and cheered him on. And, and Matt actually ran. ran. Yeah, Matt was posting in a group text like photos. Of him running? Of him running. And yeah. at one point in time, at one point in time, I, again, I, I don't know the whole context of this. So it could be taken out of context where I think they got to a bridge. And right. from a safety standpoint, they took the ambulance over the bridge. the bridge. Now, there was an incident on the bridge. Now, when I saw <laughs> Matt in the ambulance, <laughs> I assumed Matt was down. Oh, <laughs> I no. thought I thought we lost him. Oh no! You but made no, it. but it was a safety. Matt it was a safety concern a safety. over the bridge in the ambulance. Yeah. Matt hadn't passed out in the bush <laughs> and ended up. In, I thought Matt was down. I thought, okay, Jaden lost Matt. No, Matt's in the ambulance. He managed to do 30 kilometers. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Good Jayden, for him. Jaden did 160, but hey, Matt did 30. And that was, that's, that's, that was amazing. That's pretty good. What's that? Like one fifth of the run. That is amazing. Yeah. And well, I, good on I Matt. unfortunately wasn't able to make it, but I ran around the seawall. I did a, a very nice clean 5K. There, and how long does it take to do 5K around uh, seawall? I mean, you know, I'm about... I'm not a fast runner. I've got yeah. sort of like, you know, tree trunks for legs, but it's about 32 minutes. 30, is, well, that, is my that, 5K. That's 32 minutes is 5K? For me. Oh, well, for any, That's incredible. Oh, okay. Thank you. There you go. Not compared to Jaden and his accomplishments. That was an amazing feat. Yes. And kudos to everybody who donated to it. I know we've been promoting it on this show and also on the Real Estate yeah. Vancouver Real estate podcast yeah. has been highly promoted. I think you can still donate. I still think donate. Okay. Link is still open. So hopefully by the time the episode comes out, you can still donate. So for those who haven't yet donated to this amazing cause, which benefits Children's Hospital, if you haven't yet donated, we'll put a link in the show notes, I'm sure. If not, it's on the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast website. Make sure you take the time to donate. As I said before, William Ray Commercial made a donation. Matt Adam match that donation. You took it upon yourself to one-up all of us and then donate even more. So kudos to you for that. All right. So Corey, how can people get a hold of you? That They can reach out to me anytime they want through email at Corey at WilliamWright.ca. Send me an email. Tell me what you like and what you don't like and some show ideas would be great. We always love hearing from people. You can call our Vancouver office, 604-428-5255. Let us know what you're looking for. We'll put you in touch with the best broker throughout the province. Or you can visit our website, williamwright.ca and sign up for the latest and greatest news. And for all those who want to sell condos and houses and anything else residential related, Melissa, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, you can call me 778-869-4477 or email me at melissa at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com. Another great episode in the books. I do want to just quickly touch on, I believe it's next week. We have Frank O'Brien back. His annual episode he does with us, releasing the Western Investor's 
five markets that they predict will be good markets for 2024. Is Vernon going to be on there? I don't know, but I there should be a good push for Vernon. If it's not, we should have a good push. And then follow it up with that episode in November. We're going to have Rod McKay back on to do the podcast five cities that we like for 2024. All right. So lots of predictions coming down the pipeline. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. Bye. Subscribe today. 